There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. New Toyota showrooms now open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go! Ange Postacoglu says he woke up this morning and every morning this week with one thought in his mind, how to beat Inverness Cali Thistle in Saturday's Cup Final and make it a truly special season. In other words, he said, I'm not thinking about Tottenham Hotspur. But he is the preferred candidate for Tottenham Hotspur Sources down south are saying they'll announce it on Monday. We don't know for sure. But Peter Grant, a Celtic great, is with us. Peter, what do you feel about Ange? Do you think this will be his final game on Saturday? Like every Celtic supporter, Paul, I hope it's not. You know, as I say, over the last few years, obviously he's been the most important person at the football club. You know, the way he's galvanised it. Not just the football team. You know, the supporters, everything. Got a massive lift. Obviously, after the period of time they were going on about Eddie and you see how good a job he's done down south. And Ange has been phenomenal. But for all these players and the players he's brought here, and, and I said to you, last season, he's the most important signing Celtic have made for a long time. So long may that continue. And he's right, the most important thing for him at this moment in time is preparing for the match on Saturday. And there's no getting away from that. But in the back of his mind, he knows he's got a big choice to make because... If you're talking about football-wise, and I'm only talking football here, yeah. Celtic are bigger than Tottenham by a country mile. And I used to live in that area, so I know the area well, I know the supporters, everything like that. But if you're talking about support and fan base and whatever, the, the passion for the club, it's nowhere near. Fan base as well, not the same. Nah, nah, best stadium got, in Europe. Best stadium, one of the best stadiums in the world. Never mind anywhere else. It's phenomenal. The Premier League's there. Yeah. You know, you've got all these things. The best managers are there. That's the problem you have. And listen, if it was a player, we'd probably understand it. But because it's Ange and he's done so well, you'd be dis- very, very disappointed, obviously, to lose him if that was the case. But God willing, that's not going to be the case. And it was a surprise comes on Monday that the fact that they've won the trophy and he stays as manager. Everyone's talking about it, as you would imagine. The Rangers fans are hoping that he does go. <laughs> you know, that old line about the former Rangers player saying, we'll drive him to the airport. And Celtic fans, I'll tell you, they want to know the injury update ahead of Saturday. Here's Ange today speaking about, I mean, people want to know, especially, what about Kyogo? Kyogo progressing. He hasn't trained yet, so plan is to try and get him out there tomorrow. And... Um, I think he's doing some individual stuff this afternoon and um, he's progressed. He's still, you know, yeah, but he always is still pretty bullish about sort of playing. So we'll just see how it goes. Johnson's fine. He's trained all week and uh, Haksabanovich is back in. So he's available as well. So the only real absences are um, Aaron Moy still will miss and I think that's it. Peter, how big for Celtic? And look, I know it's Inverness, Cali Thistle, but it's a cup final. Uh, how big is it that they have the striker fit and ready for Saturday? I think it's massive in the respect to the, the fact that I've been there, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's a cup final. It's the last game of the season. And I remember I had a, an injury and I don't like talking to myself in the respect and it was 12 weeks I was supposed to be out for and I played in two weeks. Because I was so desperate and it was similar circumstances in the respect to that. We were playing here who were underdogs yep. and whatever. Andy Walker mentioned it last night. Yeah, we were sort of underdogs, yeah. you know, yeah. sort of thing. But I was just so determined. 
And listen, the pain was murder after it, don't get me wrong, but for that 90 minutes, you feel nothing. You have to go for it and just say, listen, let me have a go at it. Because let me, there's no games after it. That's the thing, it's the last game, Paul. So the pain you can take, and the pain was obviously soothed a little bit by winning the trophy, but you can definitely play in that one. If it was going to be, a, you're going into Europe next week or whatever, then it's a completely different question. Shall we hear from Ange? So he faced the media today ahead of the cup final and he was obviously asked, what about the speculation? What's the effect? Has it altered his thinking for the game at the weekend, his preparations, all the speculation about Tottenham? Somebody else's favourite last week, wasn't it? Yeah, so doesn't register. I mean, I get all the interest and why people uh, love to sort of speculate on these things and uh, we've worked really, really hard to, to get ourselves into this position and, you know, for me to let my mind wander about anything else other than getting our team prepared for a big day on Saturday is um, it's just not, not who I am. What was response, Peter? I think that's the only way he can respond. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, he's got to keep his focus and he knows that. He'll be telling his players are the exact same. You know, they're focused... Take Andrew out of the equation with Tottenham situation, which is very difficult to do, but you can see that with the way he spoke it to his players right through the season. It's about the next game. You lose one, you win one, it's about the next game. You've won the double, let's go and win the treble now because once the double was done. So you're, that's the way he's been. So to change that and start talking about yourself all of a sudden, the speculation, and I've said weeks ago, listen, I wish they were talking about every Celtic player going south because it just tells you how well they've been doing. And I've been a lot, every time it comes up, the manager's been mentioned for big clubs and whatever. It's brilliant when you're not talking about a manager being sacked. It's fantastic when you're talking about a manager that's going to get an opportunity or a job in the biggest league in the world. And let's not kid ourselves, that is the biggest league in the world financially and everything else that goes along with it. And it'd be a massive blow to Celtic. But because he's got such a rapport with the supporters yeah. and the players. And he does it slightly different. You know, he seems that wee bit more aloof. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a good way that... This is what I want to do. He knows what he wants. And we've got to remember, he's 57 years of age. Yeah. He's actually younger than myself. A year, I think, or we're both the same age. So he's had a hell of a lot of jobs and the respect to that and yeah. being successful in them. He's earned this, no matter what. No, whether matter, it's no matter what they say no matter, south, no matter what anybody. skeptical about I can't understand them. Terrible. But, but Paul, I've said it so often, I've been down there 26 sure. years. Yeah. So I see what they talk about down there. Let's not kid ourselves. A good job, they've got money. That's all I'm saying is... Um, because of the people they talk about working in games and that down there. They couldn't have had a candle to him. And I'm talking about, used to say that about players, really? any of the likes of Lars and McClare, yeah. you name them all, yeah. or they can't do it because it's in Scotland. It's only Scotland. Yeah. Everyone, there's not many even down and no being successful. Sure. Van Dyke, I'm obviously not a Scot, Absolutely. but you know, the Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson, all the managers, you name them. Kenny Dalglish. David Moyes, you name name them all how successful they've been. So let's not kid ourselves here. Nicholas. Yes, exactly. So and there's loads and loads and loads more that we're forgetting about. About. so don't let's kid ourselves on financially I watched some of the rubbish down there honest to God I wouldn't watch out the back that I've seen really? it and I've yeah. been a part of it uh -huh. as well you yeah. know so is it the hype much of it is financially yeah. listen you go to the championship the championship is a grind there are good it players is, in it sure. but it's a grind because you don't get coaching your players because you play on a Saturday a Tuesday Saturday and you're Tuesday travelling, and you're travelling all the time so it's, it's six hours Paul I was coming back from Burnley when I was a Norwich manager at half past six in the morning so wow. that, that's in the, so you're in Wednesday morning at half past six or a midweek game. So all these things, so there's a lot of games. It's attritional. If you're talking about a quality and the manager has earned the right to be the Celtic manager and long may that continue and success, just look at his CV and the respect to that way with what he's done. But never mind his CV. Just look what he's done in the last couple of years, the way he speaks, the way he holds the press, mm -hmm. the aura he's got. 
I watch some of these guys down south and I'm thinking, hmm, he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that disrespect, sure. it's just fact. Okay. You Let, know? Let's hear a bit more from him today. This is Ange. About the speculation, uh, he is the front runner, he's the preferred candidate. And the word is, it came out this morning as if it was the, the breaking news that the news would come out from Tottenham at the start of the week. Uh, this was put to him today. I'm going to say as if this is the first time it's happened to me. We've done this dance a few times this year, so... I think the players are well aware of uh, where my thoughts lie. So, um, you know, um, whatever it is, uh, yeah, the players, like I said before, have been really good at just focusing on what's important. What's important is being ready for, you know, a big game on Saturday. It doesn't enter my sort of sphere of thinking because, you know, my role is to, you know, make sure the team is absolutely prepared for whatever the next challenge is. And, you know, far be it for me to say that if a cup final isn't enough to draw all my attention to that, then nothing will be, you know. Good comments from him. Here's Alistair Johnson who was speaking today. He is fit for the weekend and he was speaking about the size of Celtics. You know, he's someone who, as we know, came in in what, the last six months. It's something that he, he, people who don't even follow football know who Celtic are. And I think that goes to show exactly how big this club is. And again, yeah, you look at the trophy hall that we have, it's impressive. It rivals anyone in the world. And that's important. That means something, you know, not only to us as players, but to the whole fan base. And, and you know, that's what makes it so special being a part of this. That I've only been here five months but I already have a chance to add a third one and you know since I've been here and I feel like I've played a small part even if it's just a tiny part in that but I feel like I've helped you know in this club's history so that's that's something that's special um, to myself and at the end of the day that's what football's about it's about winning matches about winning trophies you know that's something that we've been you know fortunate enough to do at this club and you know hopefully that there's plenty more to come. Peter? Well listen Paul I've said it many times and I'm only talking now because I lived as I say for the period of time I did down there to manage Celtic, you can manage anywhere. I'm, I'm talking about the level he's done it at. Where he's done it before, he's been successful as well, but to manage Celtic in the way he has done it and the way he's handled himself, not just the football, the way he's handled the press, all these things that you need and that presence he's got. Out with Manchester United, tell me the pressure, the jobs that come under anything like Ange sure. Postacoglu yeah. at Celtic. I've asked you before, Liverpool... None no, of them. Not the same. None of them because Liverpool went, what is it, 26 years or something? Sure. Winning, yeah. like, imagine going 26 years. We went six years and I know how torturous it was, Paul. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Chelsea. Uh, but the amount of managers you had to go through in that period of time to do that. So sure. that shows you the way it is and the pressure that comes, as I say, Manchester United for me is the one. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, right, okay, there's a massive pressure on there, but, but that's just tradition, history, Sir Alex, everything that goes along with it. You know, you look at you, the pressures at Celtic here, and we'll be fair, the manager at Rangers will be under that same pressure as well, that same spotlight. Once you've done that and you can handle that, you can handle anything down that road because that, that pressure is nowhere near the same. Listen, they're talking about English football. You're getting to seventh or eighth now. Yeah. Somebody was right sure. the other day, that was a fantastic comment. Somebody says, soon it'll be, if you avoid relegation, you'll qualify yeah, for Europe. Sure. It's close, isn't it? <laughs> you know, for sure. there's that many people getting yeah. in. Could you imagine saying you were just going for top four if you're the Celtic manager and you have an English Premiership? The fans will be like, ah, OK, well, except maybe that the first couple of years, but once we've got the same monies and we can afford everybody the same, we'd be expecting to win it. See, Jose didn't win it last night. Could it be his sixth tournament? But it's uh, Seville who won last night. His behaviour afterwards, apparently he followed the referee. I thought the behaviour during the game yeah. was terrible. And listen, I, I've been there myself, Paul, and I know what it's like but uh, you've, you've bark on it once or twice to the referee. Yeah. This was constant. Mm-hmm. It was annoying me, you know, when he, I was actually hoping to get beat because it was that bad. Uh, the fourth official had a terrible his time, didn't he? Yeah. and his players. Yeah. 
And I know there's, it's okay, let's get this, everybody in the world's against us, you know, and you're thinking, no, that's not what it is nowadays. We see the problems that the referees are getting at, we understand that. Yeah. And I think the referees, the decisions were right. You know, you can't, there's not much thing you can argue with at certain things. I was surprised they tell me to take the penalty again, I must admit. It was a wee bit harsh, maybe, when you saw it again? Yeah, I, I definitely thought that, yes, I definitely did. But as I say, it's very, very difficult for a goal. I mean, it's a, I, I think it's a terrible rule. Yeah. Because if he starts on his line, as long as he's not jumping out six yards, we used to see running nearly out as the players coming up, that's different. But if you're actually, you try and fall straight down on your left hand yeah. or your right hand, it's impossible, Paul. You have to take a step forward. You know, so I think that was a bit harsh, I must admit. But that was nothing to do with it. He's obviously, I think, maybe he's realised how bad they were mm -hmm. at the side of the pitch. And he's trying to dig himself out a hole now, you know, going after the referee. And that was disgusting and all that. So he's you talking know. about his future as usual yeah, today. You but, know, but that was the yeah. thing, Paul, because yeah. he's getting mad at mentioning me Paris. Yeah, sure. So if he goes to Paris after telling Roma how much he loves it, yeah, and da, 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 da. The fans love him. Uh, yeah, yep. oh, but listen, I left it because of the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, something sure. happened. So it's somebody else's fault. I thought it was ridiculous, you know what I mean? I must admit, I thought it was really, really poor. And, and to be fair, yeah. Taylor's a very good referee and I think he handled certain sessions. Listen, obviously, he'll always yeah. get something wrong. You yeah. always do that. But I think he handled himself very well. Terrible game, though. Terrible. Dire. Yeah. What about tonight? We're looking forward to Partick Thistle as well against Ross County. It's the, the playoff part one. I think it's a pity we've got two legs, Peter. Do you agree? Just yeah. do one game. Cho choose a ground. Get one of the grounds that's still available somewhere between the two cities and do it. Or, or Hamden. Well, that's yeah. why I've always said, Paul, I think we've got to try and balance it all. You know what I mean? You can't have somebody playing four or five yeah. games. Yeah. You know, I, I seen it with young Peter last year with Queen's mm, Park. They play about yeah. four or five games yeah. and the other team plays one. Yeah. And it's unfair. And then you look at Airdrie last year with 22 points in front. And you know, you've got to come, there's got to be some common ground there and say, well, okay, if it's more than six points, then fine. But 22 points. And listen, Queen's Park benefited from it. But I think the difficulty is, it's like Inverness, isn't it? They don't get in it four weeks without a game. I know. You Mad, know, it? It's difficult, you know. I think yeah. we've got to try and balance it whatever way we can. If we can try and balance it so everybody finishes and near enough starts together, and then if anybody's in the playoffs, yeah. it gets done quite quickly. Peter Grant, Paul Cooney in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. It's actually a nice evening, Peter, isn't oh, it? It's a bit cloudy today. Wow. Yeah. Perfect, perfect night for a game. It certainly is. And looking forward to the game tonight. Partick Thistle, 8 o'clock kickoff. In fact, Andy Walker will be doing it tonight. Andy yes. was on last night, as you know. <laughs> I'm saying that. He was great last night. <laughs> Hope there's no VAR. Yeah, oh, indeed. We'll see. We'll find out what happens. There is VAR, actually. Oh, as well. well, they do VAR at Farrell. Yeah, there is VAR, I think so. Oh, I don't yeah, oh, actually, that's a good point. Let me I don't double, know. Let me double I don't check know that it. one because um, no, you can get it in the Premier League club obviously Ross County but yep. I don't know about the first leg because I don't know if this will set up for that of course good point Peter Grant as always uh, let's hear from Alistair Johnson on the day that the speculation down south is that well they're saying that Tottenham are going to announce at the start of next week after the cup final that it's Ange Postacoglu but nothing as you'd imagine from Celtic nothing from Ange Postacoglu it's speculation at the moment Matt O'Reilly today in front of the media spoke about his manager no, he's a very good manager I think that's proven by the football we play and the results that we've provided I'm, I'm young so I've only had two managers three properly before him um, all very different styles I think it's it's good to you know kind of develop yourself as a player in terms of different style managers because you never know what the future holds in terms of what style of manager you're going to have maybe one's a bit more tough one's keeps his distance a bit more like, like the gaffer here um, but as long as it works and I don't think it's a problem. Just what you said, I know you know Matt O'Reilly well. Here's a bit more from him. 
about Ange? He's taught me a lot in the sense of the tactical side, which he delegates stuff to the staff very well. Um, so I've learned loads since I've been here. Um, and I think just his relentlessness to continue to improve all of us as players is probably his best asset. You know Matt well from down at Fulham? Yeah, terrific young player, you know, and I'm delighted to obviously get another championship medal. Fantastic for him. But he's right, and that's the secret. Assuming you're with managers, I never, people would say a bad manager. Some guys I didn't like, but you learnt something from them. Whether it was good, bad or indifferent, you know, you always learnt something from them. And that, that that's what you have to do. You want to become a better footballer, you know what you've, but you know the rules at Celtic, you have to win. You have to play with a certain style. You know that. That's fact. So how do you get that and how do you do it consistently? And that's where you've got to tip your hat to the manager. He knows when to change it. He knows when to rest people when if it's sort of dying down a little bit, you know. And you can see that with the players. that there's They know the expectations of the, the guys on the football pitch so that when they start the game, you have to be at your best. If you're not at your best, someone else has got to come on. Shall we take a quick call? Derek, a big Rangers fan, is on. Good evening, Derek. How are you doing? Yeah, good evening, Paul. Good evening, panel. Even uh, Derek. Does the panel think that if Ange leaves, it would give Rangers an advantage for next season? What do you think? And I, well, here, well, Peter, what would you say if if he goes, and it's looking like it, is it an advantage to Rangers? I don't know if it's an advantage to Rangers. The one thing I would say is it'd be a massive blow to the Celtic players and supporters. You know that that'd be a massive blow to them because it's the last thing they'd probably expect. But as Derek all knows. It's like having your best players, isn't it? You never want to lose them. You always want to keep them there. And then somebody says, like the Rangers fans this year, or oh, we should have sold him two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with the manager. If the manager went through a bad season, for talking sake, say Rangers come back next year and whatever, and Ange didn't, at the end of the swing round, Rangers win two trophies, Celtic win one or whatever, they'd say it was a bad season because I've not won the treble and say, I should have went last summer. It's a, it's a set of things you get. As a, that's why we yeah. love the game so of much. Course, As supporters, yeah. we've always got an opinion. I don't think, uh, uh, yes, it'd be a blow to the Celtic supporters and the players for sure, but then it depends who you replace them with. You know, I think that, yeah. that that's the bottom line. And then Rangers... Rangers have still got to make the proper signings. Rangers, yeah. I, I like the signings that they made at the end. Cantwell, Raskin, you know. Dijon Sterling, the latest absolutely, one. Absolutely, yep. you know. And as I say, I like the ones and the way Michael's mm. trying to go about it. But it'll be interesting. You know yourself, Derek, when you come to Rangers, you're only judged on how you win and how you be successful and can you handle that blue jersey. And nobody knows that yet. And it doesn't matter what Celtic do and... I never ever looked across to what Rangers were doing. I always looked upon and say, how's your dressing room now? How are we feeling? Yes, and that's why I'm saying it'd be a knock on the players, but they know they have to respond. You're representing Celtic Football Club. But it'd be a, I think it'd be a blow to Scottish football, never mean anything else. Derek, how do you feel as a Rangers fan? I think it would be a blow to them. Uh, and I think that, I think maybe uh, because... Next season, you keep the biggest star in standing. You know that. Peter will know that. Yeah, yeah. One, one season, you can be a hero. Yes. Look at Neil Lennon. He was a hero once. And then they come back. Yeah. They bullied him out of a job. John Gregg, Billy McNeil. The list goes on. One season, you're a hero. One season, you're a villain to these people. Absolutely. And, and that, that, second, you're absolutely a last. <laughs> absolutely. That's the thing, Derek. You know, and that's why you can never really fault. I mean, to me, it's two fantastic clubs we found two fantastic fan bases and the size and the people that follow them all over the country and Europe and whatever for such a small country is incredible and as I say we've got a lot to be thankful for but we'll always replace them as I say to you it's always the badges on the front that you represent not the names on the back never forget that you'll always find somebody and listen if I say, turn around and say to you Peter, I'm just looking at the bet and Paul's talking about certain mm -hmm. guys say it was a Brendan Rodgers come back 
Ten to one. But I'm saying, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah, saying so sure. with somebody like Brendan Rogers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is is that a down? I'm not. You know, you understand right. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Still, sure. Brendan's a top quality manager. There's no getting away from that. A difficult time at Leicester there for whatever reason, but it was brilliant with Celtic the first time. So if you're talking about people like that coming back in, all of a sudden it's a different type. But these are the people that's getting mentioned for it. You don't know. Nobody knew Ange. Everybody was sort of laughing, and I'm sure you were as well, Derek, because saying who's he? You know, sort of thing after the Eddie Howe thing. It was a sort of a laughing stock that had went on yeah. so long. So it was you, a puzzle, wasn't it? Yeah, Nobody knew. Yeah, you yeah. never you never really know yeah. what's going to happen. But as I say, I think Rangers fans would be delighted. Listening to my pals, I know some of my pals, they'd be delighted if fans went. You know what I mean? As in Rangers supporters. Yep. But the bottom line is Michael's still got to produce in the transfer market in the respect to that during the summertime. And no matter if Ange goes, there will be players coming into Celtic to make Celtic stronger. Then it's the manager that's got to lead him if Ange's not there, but hopefully that's not going to be the and case. And Ange said yesterday, he admitted Celtic are bracing themselves, some of their top players could be wanted elsewhere. And they could go. Yeah, but I think that's the same. That's what I'm saying about Rangers. Yeah, they do well sure, in Europe. Of course. They lose their players and yeah. they get the top value for money. When you've got... And listen... I would love it for Scottish football if people keep knocking the door for Rangers mm. players and Celtic players because it means that the standard's up there. You know, you're getting good performances, you're getting through in Europe and all these sort of things. And for both clubs, it'd be great for Scottish football. Long may that continue. Derek, good call. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Derek. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennis Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! It's the Go Radio Football Show. It's the special summer editions, five to six. Can't get too much of a good thing. 60 minutes <laughs> of Peter Grant, 08, 08, 17, 17, oh, 700. people switching off there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hardly, never. <laughs> Thanks for all of those making the switch. You never off. say that. Switch on. <laughs> Cheers, Peter. Um, Peter, discuss well, the main topic tonight, which is the future of Ange Postacoglu, as it becomes certainly from a Tottenham point of view, he is the number one candidate. And the word at Sky and elsewhere, multiple outlets in England saying that there'll be an announcement on Monday. Nobody at Celtic has said anything, nor has Ange today when he was asked about the speculation he wanted to talk about the cup final. He didn't want to talk about anything else. Again, our supporters want to roll up on Cup Day and celebrate and make sure it's a special day. Because anything I say now will mean absolutely zero if we don't win on Saturday. Peter, how true? That's fact, Paul. But the bottom line is, it'd be fantastic, as I say, if he turns up Monday and the answer is that he's here next year. You yeah. know, It'd be fantastic for everyone because he's been a breath of fresh air. And I don't just, as I say, I not just about the way his teams have played, the way he's handled the Scottish press, the way he talks about the game. What do you like about the way he is with the media? I think he goes back to Big Billy, God rest him, Big Billy McNeil and all these guys, you know, when he used to talk to the press, and that wee bit of presence could handle the press. And I think that was important, you know, Jock Steen before them, the great Jock Steen, the way they could handle the press. They could ask questions, but they were very good listeners mm-hmm. and they'd answer that question direct as if it was a silly question, they'd let you know it was a silly yeah. question. Walter as well. Walter, all these yep. guys. Absolutely. Yep. Even John Gregg and all these. Yeah, and Jock sure. Wallace. Jock was completely oh, different. Man. You know, but he was completely different. Yeah. But he knew how to handle mm-hmm. the press. And I think that's very, very important. You know, when you're under the pressure and your players are under pressure, if results are not going for you, how do you handle that? And go back to the first three away games you had, I think you lost the first three, am yeah. I correct? Yeah. You know, even there when everybody's saying, oh, the worst decision we've made and sure. whatever... Now look at it, yeah. you know, how good it's been. And that, that's great credit to him. Forget the football side and the way the players have played. He's brought in really good players, have been excellent. And he, he's he been a breath of fresh air. And, and it'd be a blow for Scottish football, yeah, never mind else, sure. if he wasn't here. I really enjoy listening to him. And but I also really a enjoy- compliment as well. Compliment 
to Celtic, to the Scottish game, that you go from, we know the way they think about Scotland, that you go to one of the top six clubs in England? Listen, I'm not being funny. You could do any of the teams at the top. Yeah. And I, I, and I'm not being disrespectful to it. You know, you see the way his teams play, how he's changed his fullbacks position. Manchester City, and that I've done it for a few years, and I've tried it again this year. So all these things, he's he's one of these guys. Obviously, he's in that City group as we talk about. You know, so they know the way certain styles and certain expectations at certain clubs and what they're expected to do. There is absolutely no doubt he could go and handle. Any of the teams. He could manage any of the teams. Well, the James, way I've seen him, he James, could manage any of the James teams. James has been on from Cafe Kaya in Glasgow, West George Street, asking that very point. Would he not hold off for a Man City, he said, or a Liverpool? I'm telling you honestly, he could do that. He could he could manage them. Um, because that's the way he is. He doesn't need to change anything because he seemingly doesn't get too close to his players. So he knows his coaching style. He knows what he needs from his players. He knows he wants to play this high-tempo football because it's people thought, and myself included at times, in the European games, would he change his style? It'd be interesting to see is he going to change the space down the side of the full-backs? And we'd, okay, we get caught out at times for, it, for sure. But he didn't because he trusted his players. So I think wherever he goes, he looks at what have I got, what do I need? And that's, see when you're the big clubs, yeah. that's easy because you can go and hand-pick them. Sure. You know, so the biggest club you're at, if you go to a Manchester City, you can break the cream of the crop. You go to Liverpool, it's yeah. the exact same. The Manchester United, all these guys, they can get the cream of the crop if they do things right. And there's no doubt he could handle them. I don't think he's, he's international football, he's been World Cup. Yeah, sure. All these So handling personalities is sometimes the biggest thing, you know, at the big clubs. It's not the football players, because the best players are there. Yeah. So if you have them organised and doing with their job, Paul, it's not a problem. So he's not going to be phased by the big Absolutely names. Not. Yeah, Absolutely the other big not. name could be Harry Kane if he does go there. And can he keep him? Will he go? Um, they're saying Son as well. But he loves a project to turn it around. Because look at Celtic two years ago. It was, you know, he came in. He had to get how many players did he get? A dozen players in in a couple Fair of months. Enough. So maybe he likes just getting in, and he doesn't take a huge backroom team with him, does he? No. no. And look at the other thing as well, Paul. If it is Tottenham, yep. no European football. He loves to work with his players. So he's not going in that Thursday night or that Wednesday night. So he's on the training pitch putting his ideas in. That's what he wants to do. He wants to make sure his team are based on what he wants. No matter who they are. And if they don't want to do it, they'll not be there. Because that'd be the guarantee I could tell you they'd be wanting wherever he went if he decided to go. You know, that this is what I want here. But the best players would love working for him. You know, because... He's got the enthusiasm about him and the respect to that. He wants to work, he wants to win and that's all football players want to do. That bit of guidance to what their job is and if they can do that. And the only thing I would say maybe about Tottenham is mm -hmm. would Harry Kane extend his contract then and finish his career at Tottenham Think we've got an opportunity here because they're saying if he doesn't go this summer obviously he's a free the following of summer. Of course he'll be 30 you know, This is his last big one. Yeah, yeah. But if it goes for 100 million say for Toxic uh -huh. as the price yeah. they're talking about yeah. there's 100 million Sure. You can reinvest. And that's that's what I'm saying. There's the why is the problem for us here. You know, we can't. No, you can't compare with We can't it. compare. If, if you said 10 million, that would be what well, the biggest well, one. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we were talking about 6 million last year oh, for Jota and that. Right. We're thinking, wow, that's really that's a, a lot, a, yeah, a lot sure. of money, you know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You're talking about 100 million, uh -huh. you know, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of other players getting moved out the door mm -hmm. as well. His purchasing has been absolutely brilliant, hasn't it? It's been immense. Uh, somebody that he did buy in the, almost said the close season during the winter, <laughs> shut down for the World Cup. 
was Alistair Johnson. Now, he's been speaking. It's good to hear this from the inside, what the players saying about the speculation. Trust me, we, we all hear the noise and we've got Sky Sports on and it seems like it's every other story running is that one. But uh, again, you know, it, it comes from the top down um, for us. Cal doesn't let any noise in and the gaffer definitely doesn't let any noise in. So we're, well, this ship is steering straight where it needs to go, right to that cup final. There's no... You know, we just don't let that kind of stuff creep into the building in terms of, you know, letting guys heads turn or any of that. And again, that's super important. And I think that goes to show why this club's been so successful is that they just we don't let that kind of stuff affect players. And, and you can always tell when someone's heads turned or, or something's going on. They just play a little bit off or they don't truly feel all the way there. But that's not been the case at all. Speaks well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. you'd be listening to him talking. You think it was Andrew that was talking. So he's obviously been the managers embracing the players and talking to the players. This is the managers to speak. And Alistair's coming across really, really well. With it. You know, he, he, I think he speaks it fantastically mm. well. I think he's been a great asset to Celtic since he came in the door. But that's the way it has to be. You know, for the players, it doesn't affect you as a player. Managers comes and go, players comes and go. Supporters are always there. They stay there. That's, what, that's the fact. That's the only thing that's concrete all the time yeah. as your supporters so you, listen I always as I say I mean Celtic are doing fantastically well when they want your best players and your manager I'd hate to lose them but that's football unfortunately and hopefully we could if he did decide to go then we replace him with someone else with that style that he's had you know that charisma he's got because that's so so important as a manager and it's interesting what yeah. Alistair Johnson spoke about there he talked about the players heads being turned or whatever yeah. if you remember when Celtic lost the title yeah. and Stephen, sure. with Stephen yep. Gerrard there were so many players went away of course I've yeah. never seen this in this group even if their contracts are up or they've got a year left or somebody saying oh they maybe lose him I've never seen it affecting any of them sure. yep. so he managed that as well a grip on them yeah he? absolutely yep. you know okay. making them all feel part of it even if they're not stripped week in week out and that's so so important but so so difficult to do Here's another uh, fan on the line. Paul, it's on. Paul, I think you're a Rangers fan. Are you happy tonight? The news that it looks <laughs> as though, not confirmed, but Ange Postacoglu could be on his way to North London. Hi, Paul. Uh, uh, well, uh, hi there, Peter. Hi, hi um, Paul. Hi. Thanks for having me on your show today. Okay. Um, um, you, know, uh, you know I'm a Rangers fan. And all yeah. that, I could be tongue-in-cheek with a few things, but I, I do <laughs> keep a, a neutral point, right? Yeah. So, uh, I'll write down there myself, right? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> listen, I think, I do, I do want to make a point there. I do, okay. I'm not doing this with blue tinted specs, or it's a serious point. Okay. I want to get Peter's point on you, you, maybe you, Paul, as well. Go for it. Um, has been lauded for what he's done at Celtic. And fair enough, he's come in, brought a new team, get all of that, right? And, and he's won potentially uh, a treble in yeah. the league last year, given the circumstances. But, as he's got a point, it comes in. Brendan Rodgers, the previous Celtic manager, right, was lauded in the same same way, um, if not maybe God elite, right? Um, now that guy was a whisker away from taking Liverpool to the first Premier League once in 1990 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and a Gerard slipped the cost, ironically. Yeah. Um, so you had that, and and he came to Celtic. He won was it three trebles or something like that? I can't remember. I've got my head up. No, it was a Rangers fan. I want to forget that anyway. <laughs> but, uh, so um, it, no, I think his win percentage was maybe better than Postecoglou plus. He took them into Europe and everything. I know they got hammered 5 0 and whatever PSGs and things like that, right? But I'm not doing this to dismiss Post Coggle as a serious point, right? Sounds as though you I might be. <laughs> Europe, I, don't mean yeah. that. I, don't, right. I don't mean that in a derogatory way, right? But uh, fair enough, I hear a lot of Celtic fans, maybe Peter included, saying 
we were fantastic against Real Madrid and whatnot, but he didn't win, right? So I would rather play ugly and get to the European final. I know we lost it, but we only lost it a penalty kick. Right, but so. what I'm trying to say is, he's hardly ground running domestically. I would probably say maybe neutral or fair-minded Celtic fans would say, yeah, he's still got to be putting his foot in Europe, to be honest, because I don't think he has in the last 18 months. Do you, no. Why has Brendan Rodgers not been looked at that Tottenham job and Poster Coglu is? That's my main okay, point. Okay, yes. Yeah, so no, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's a fair okay. point. Yep. Well, I, I can say that before Brendan went to Liverpool, he'd agreed to go to Tottenham. And I know that he'd already um, agreed with Daniel Levy and everyone was going to Tottenham and then the Liverpool phone call came. Right, so Brendan Rodgers would have gone back I'm sure Brendan, yeah, for Swansea, I'm okay, sure it yeah, was. Right. He was yeah. going to Tottenham. Okay. Yeah. That was seemingly done and dusted and they get the phone call and it was just... Liverpool because yeah again the tradition sure. everything that goes with it um, and he decided to go to Liverpool um, and do you think Daniel Levy would kind of hold that sure, against I'm not him, sure really? but yeah. I think it'd be stupid Daniel's a very good businessman you know what I mean yeah. uh, listen people give him a lot of criticism and I look at it and I think the managers he's done have been phenomenal you know he's some unbelievable oh, managers sure. in the respect to that the money he spent in players and the money they pay their players is phenomenal yeah. I don't know what else they can do mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they can't coach the players, you know. But I agree. I'm surprised that Brendan doesn't get an opportunity. As you say, some people, I don't know, they, they, you know, they think maybe you get a wee bit big for your station, if you know what I mean. And they maybe thought that with Brendan was maybe getting a wee bit ahead. He said, I'm doing this with Leicester, I'm doing this, and they deserved one of the top jobs and whatever. And you hear all this, and you hear it more when you're looking, you're thinking, listen, he's a football man, he's got to back mm-hmm. himself at certain things. Indeed. And it doesn't come across as an arrogance. Sure. And I thought maybe that frightened some of the chairmen and the owners. Mm-hmm. And listen, you've got a lot of Americans owning it now, you've got a lot of different people on it now. So they want their own people and sure. they want to do it their own way. So maybe Brendan has actually went, no, I don't want to do it that way. Maybe. You know, because... He might want to repu- now, Yeah, but it's my reputation. Sure. Listen, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And... Paul's making the point if Ange went and Brendan decided they come back it'd be interesting to see what that people back, would back think back to it. Celtic yeah, yeah. It'd be he interesting was quoted a few days ago say, saying it would take about the, probably 10 years I didn't hear the interview but I think he said it would be still a number of years but I mean what Brendan Rodgers did at Celtic was transformational wasn't it it was phenomenal um, I think he stayed too long at Leicester didn't he when the money wasn't there last season he had no money to spend last summer, did he? he got one player, was it the, the goalkeeper? The biggest problem you've yeah. got, Paul, he'd have been on very good money himself. Oh, sure. Yeah. So if he decides to resign... Yeah, of course. He can't go anywhere, no. Not sure. And it, but it's timing for Brendan Rodgers, isn't it? Yeah. A year ago, if this had come up, it'd be, his stock would have been higher. Would that be fair? I, mean, I think his stock's never dropped. In England, maybe yeah. it has, but I don't know why. Mm. I, he well, could manage, he's another one that's proven himself that he could... Liverpool had some fantastic players doesn't matter you still got to coach and manage them mm-hmm. you know and he was one slip as it is of Paul course, said. Right. Yeah. you know he won in a championship for the first time in many years there's but, no doubt he's lost his he's not lost his quality there is absolutely mm-hmm. no doubt of that it's just financially can you do it does he come back to Scotland because as I say Leicester couldn't hold a candle to Celtic or Rangers mm-hmm. but oh, he decided sure. to go to yeah. Leicester mm-hmm. because he thought listen we're one of the richest clubs in England even I think he wanted him now or never is what they said Absolutely. wasn't it I know it was February you'll never forget it when the news came he well, just about Benitez yeah. wasn't it because mm-hmm. Benitez had said well I want to wait to the summer and I think Brendan had mm-hmm. said the same thing and they turned around and went well if you wait to the summer we're going to take Benitez and that's why he had to jump ship really in that respect that's that's the, the be all and end all of it but listen there's no doubt about his quality Brendan Rodgers and I agree with you 100% I'm so surprised that any of the jobs that has come up 
you know, that he's not been... I, I can't... Look, and I'm not being yeah. disrespectful to Dean Smith. Yeah, sure. So Dean Smith goes into I Leicester. Know. Is that I going know. to make a difference from Brendan Rodgers? And Dean done fantastically. Brentford and all that in the Championship and whatever. Walsh, yeah, sure. I've watched his career close. He's done fantastically well. No, but Dean no. Smith or Brendan Rodgers, I was surprised even Leeds at the particular time said, right, do you want to come in at the end of the season? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Because they play that sort of swashbuckling and they needed to win games. Sure. You know? And I know you need to stop conceding and understand Big Sam Allardyce a fantastic manager in the respect to that. It's a great Different, point. yeah. You know? But Brendan Rodgers, for sure, unless Brendan said himself, mm -hmm. at this moment in time, I'm taking that wee bit of sabbatical mm -hmm. and I want to get refreshed, go and... <laughs> go and watch everybody else all the uh -huh. top teams playing all the top managers how do they do it because that's what you still you still learn mm. doesn't matter how good you think you are you're always learning every day no matter how old you are every as a coach a skill day, absolutely and I think that's the only reason but hopefully Brendan is a top quality coach but I agree with you 100% that he could do a, a fantastic job at Tottenham also Paul thanks for calling The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors book your service MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go I saw him coming in in his electric car he swept into the car park early this afternoon uh, 5 to 5 <laughs> no he didn't at all Peter was in early in the sunshine here we're only on from an hour it flies in 5 to 6 this time tomorrow Can you afford an electric car yeah, Paul. Oh, you know what I mean I know that, exactly yeah. but I tell you whatever you need Macklin Motors will look oh, after absolutely. you as they do with us here every night in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Paul Cooney Peter Grant loads of calls coming in um, about Ange Postacoglu and is he about to go to Tottenham nothing will be confirmed until after the game on Saturday 5.30 kickoff. Peter see the more I think about it I think it's so unfair that they moved it to 5.30 to be on national television guess what it's not on down south I mean it's crazy what is going on the people coming from Inverness yeah the the, 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 the Inverness fans and the Celtic fans coming from all over 5.30 come on oh look go back to the, the olden days yeah well, if an Appalachian well common sense it's not that long ever, ever, everything yeah. was at the same time yeah you watched the Scottish Cup final you watched the English exactly. Cup final yeah, and the build-up was there for both fairly morning sure. yeah. on the television. Exactly. You'd watch it, then you'd go away to the game or whatever, and that was the way it was. And supporters love it. And listen, Inverness fans will not be balling about Manchester United, no, Manchester sure. City. Celtic fans won't exactly. watch it later yeah. on if they want. No problem. That's They'll a great for point the you made. It used to start, you know, ten in the morning and all the rest. The build-up, yeah. Both. Did you choose your songs and all that kind of uh, stuff as absolutely. well? Yeah, absolutely. Anything oh. by Glenn Daly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting out the back, yeah. nervous, keeping the ball up, trying to yeah. score a few goals. Kidding on, I was playing the cup yeah, final. You know, I mean, that was all the things we all used to do. And it was great to hear and watch that. Mm -hmm. And I think any supporter, they're not interested in anybody else. They're only interested in their own team. So kicking off, even if it was live on television, yeah. there would no interest in me whatsoever. As long as our team were playing, that's the one you'd have watched. Let's preview the big two games then. Partick Thistle tonight against Ross County and Celtic in Celtic going for the treble. Ange Postecoglou today spoke about his the mentality of his team. Yeah, obviously last year, you know, it was the one sort of trophy that escaped us, and, and just the whole day, the occasion. You know, it's the last game on the calendar um, for us, and um, you know, just to be a part of it was the first thing that we're kind of excited about. And you want to whatever trophy you're up for, but um, yeah, making it a treble will make it a yeah, make it a truly special season. And um, the group I said last week, you know, especially the players, have just been outstanding at maintaining a real sort of focus of each game being the most important, and that's what's got us to this place. Because I think, yeah, probably. <clears throat> After we we kind of won the league uh, a few weeks back, very easy for them to sort of, you know, let their minds wander a little bit. But you know, 
last week they kind of you can see they're, they're back focused and, and ready to go they certainly were weren't they 5-0 against Aberdeen they were excellent you know I mean I was at the game and they played very well sharp you know it was getting Johnson some minutes back in again obviously went off injured in the game Kyogo's obviously the injury yeah. you know which was a bit of a blow but listen the team played exceptionally well against an Aberdeen team who'd been doing except playing very well herself yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean Barry had done a fantastic job there but they looked sharp again and the manager's right the league's always the most important thing to win but the best thing was the last day of the season cup final day sunny and you were involved in it yeah. whether you were a supporter or whether you were a player mm-hmm. it was brilliant because if you won it, you knew you could celebrate in the respect of that. Yeah, that yeah. was it. It was a last game. And me as a young kid, my dream was always playing a Scottish Cup final against Rangers at Hamden, win it the last day of the season. Because as we talked about earlier on there, but watching it on the television, yeah. they were the things you dreamed of. You know what I mean? The league, is, as I say, is always the most important. Mm. But the Scottish Cup final was something from special. Special day. If Celtic win it, it's a treble. Here's Matt O'Reilly. Yeah, of course, it'd be amazing. I mean, the more trophies you can win in your career, the better. And the fact I'm still at quite a young age and, you know, adding it to my resume, it's, it's a good thing. But first and foremost, I think just for the fans of the club, it's been, you know, after the season before last, it was tough times. And now we've kind of brought the club, club back into a good place. So kind of want to try and do it for them mainly. I need a bit more about his manager. He's obviously provided so much success to the club and hopefully that continues. And actually fans are attached to someone who brings so much success to the club, I think. Same goes for the players in the group right now. I'm sure everyone's, you know, everyone's had good seasons for the most part. So naturally, there's going to be interest in players, but hopefully, we can just keep as many together and kind of push on even more next season. Aaron Moy is the only one who's out. Let's get the latest from Ange on Kyogo. Yeah, last year's sort of League Cup final, he went in with sort of a, a hamstring that wasn't totally healed. He scored a couple of goals, so uh, yeah, I'll be guided by him. He's he's very strong, strong uh, mentally, you know. So um, if he gives us a green light, then uh, we'll put him in there. Green light from Kyogo and he'll be in. He hasn't trained yet. He'll probably train tomorrow. You're feeling, Peter? He'll play. He'll play. That's, yeah. that's what I feel. Listen, it was, yeah. a, it was a nasty injury. You know, the way he'd done his ankle. Yeah. I think it was his ankle, the way it rolled. Yeah. And you're disappointed for that and there's nothing worse in the build-up because you want to be preparing like everyone else. But as I say to you, Paul, the pain after it you can handle because if you've won a, a winner's medal and there's, there is nothing worse. I've missed three, four cup finals with injury. You know, and they just came in the build-up to the games and it was a nightmare because no matter how many games, and I'd played every game prior to it, and no matter when cup final day came and you won it, it was fantastic that there was something missing. Yeah, Even yeah. though everybody was wanting you to be partying. But the teammates were brilliant. They wouldn't take pictures. We thought you'd been there, Paul yeah. McStay. You looked smart in your suit, but I, you but, didn't want to be wearing the grey suit, did no, you? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. You know, there's nothing worse, you know, and I just yeah. wanted to be playing. And even though you'd played in every game prior to it, and you just thought... Pff, this this doesn't feel the same. Did you get the medal? Just the same. Yeah, you get the, the medal, but yeah, no. I, I don't I don't include it as a winner's medal, even though I played every game. No. Where's your winner's medal? From winners the ninety five. What do you do with them? Don't tell me exactly where, but yeah, uh, yeah. good question, Paul. Do you ever look at them? No, no, never, never. As I said to you, I don't have pictures of. I don't, and probably. Probably always used to save with the boys because they, they don't even look at them, you know, they're, they're, they're in bags or that somewhere, you know what I mean? So you yeah. know what it's like because when you're in football, you move about that often as much as I've done. They're put by and whatever. So listen, great memories. You can't take the memories away. And when these days turn up, you start talking about it because people ask you questions. Sure. And it yeah. brings back good memories, some bad memories, of course. Yeah. But as I say, it is a special occasion no matter what. Here's Billy Dodds. He was asked about the fact that they haven't played for four weeks. It's not been ideal, but it's not been disastrous either. Um, 
it afforded the boys, I gave them nine days off when we didn't make the playoffs and then we've been training for three weeks. So we've had a couple of games, um, been good games, competitive as well and we've got our work in and we're ready to go but I would have preferred still to be in the playoffs and playing like much more competitive games but it's been, it's been okay. I was thinking of saying they've got nothing to lose, just go for it or is that naive? How will they, how will they play against Celtic? Obviously, they've got to keep it tight and yeah. concentrated. There's nothing else you can do. Celtic have got better players. That's not sure. been disrespectful. Yeah. So you've got to be concentrated. You've got to hope for that little bit of uh, fortune. All these things have got to come in. And cup ties, that can happen. You know, Billy's not going to kid himself and say, oh, we've got a right good chance in the respect of that. He knows Celtic have got better players. Celtic played their best. Inverness played their best. Celtic has still wiped the floor with them. But you need fortune to go with that. And he's right. His preparation maybe suits him a little bit because maybe he's had a couple of injuries, it's been a long, hard season. All these things. The sharpness doesn't really go in that period of time. And plus the excitement for these players turning up to a cup final. If you can't look forward to playing a cup final with excitement, you know, and going to pr produce a performance. And I don't mean they've nothing to lose because people say it's a great day out. It's only a great day if you win. No matter what team Even you Even for a, a lower league yeah. club? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, listen, when you go off, celebrate, and you've lost. I nearly won it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For, well, I nearly won it. I don't know, it's not it, does, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really hurts you, you know, if you yeah, lose a game sure. at football, no matter what you're in. Dodge will be preparing to try and win. You mentioned uh, Scottish Cup days when you were younger, and Spostakoglu today remembered when he would watch the FA Cup final and the Scottish Cup final in Australia. Back home, it was, yeah, English FA Cup followed, followed by the Scottish FA Cup was kind of tradition, you know, that was our sort of, you know, Saturday night in, in, in you know, May or June, whenever it was, and um, yeah, we, we would religiously watch that. You know, it was a bit of an event for us you know, to, to sit around and watch those two games. and Because, um, you know, like I said, it's not just that it's a cup final, it's the occasion, it's the last game. There's always more about it, just the, the whole ceremony of the day. And I didn't watch it last year. So, you know, it goes to show you, you know, that, that was still, you know, we were still hurting from the fact that we weren't there. So now we're there. And uh, that's why, because we are there, yeah, we want to make the most of it. It went to extra times, Ange, but I'm sure he knows that. Yeah, <laughs> Peter, you'd have laughed when he said that. Um, just shows you, though, his that long-term affection for football on this island in England and Scotland. It tells you how big yeah. the clubs are. Mm -hmm. That's what it tells you. The amount of Scots you've got in Australia and whatever, all, all, but just all over the world. And that's what I'm saying. You, we don't need to sell that side of it. Everybody knows who Celtic are, and he's right. I mean, he's watched the cup finals as we talked about, the preparation for it. But when you're involved in it, it's completely different. You know, as great as a supporter, you can, you can up there, you're up early in the morning, you're going for your few pints, for your scarf and whatever. Yep. All <laughs> that is brilliant, brilliant. But when you're a player, you know you're going to represent that. They're, all the people are coming to see that occasion, hoping their team goes to win. And there's nothing better when you see them all celebrating up there in the last day of the season, sending them home happy throughout the summer. You know... And then the expectation again becomes, okay, let's enjoy the week. We go again. Sure. We've got to try and go and do it again because that's the feeling you've got to have constantly. You're managing or playing for a club like Celtic. Two quick questions before we get your prediction. Um, who's going to win tonight, Partick Thistle, against Ross County? It's two legs. They need to win at home. I, I think Thistle are going in slight favourites, which sounds right, crazy. But I think yeah. they're going in because they're playing with the confidence. And sometimes you're in that, we run a confidence. Yeah. You know, it gets you that. But I think it's going to be a draw tonight, Paul. Oh, I think it's yeah. going to be a tight draw tonight, you know, in the respect yeah. that I think Thistle have got match winners yeah. who are playing with confidence, yeah. you know, and that's what I see in them. 
and I, I was, as I say, they were on a wee run. And I felt they were going to win the league, and then I, I look at it and I think over the piece. I think it's going to be between the two big strikers. Okay, yeah, looking forward to you that. Know, yep, that's going to be Jordan Wright. Yep, and of course. Graham Brown Graham. Graham. I think Graham. that could yep. be the difference. If uh, I think he's going to be fit, isn't he? The Ross County striker got a really bad gash. Yes. Who's going to win the FA Cup then? Manchester, <laughs> which one? I'm going to go for Manchester United. You're going for United then? Yeah. So, because they want to go to that. And I, lo- yeah. and I, I love watching Sight and I think they're fantastic. And I think Man United. And your old club, Celtic, up against Inverness, Cali Thistle. What's going to happen Saturday? I just think Celtic will be too strong. Mm. They've got too many good players. Whoever starts, okay, who comes off the bench, are just too strong. I think <laughs> Inverness will not make it easy for them. They'll try and make it as difficult as they possibly can. That concentration level is not easy to continue whatever length the game goes. And I just think Celtic have too much quality and they're so close. It's not as if the players are getting sure. lazy on it. They've got something special to remember as a treble winner. For a while, what a fantastic feeling to be a footballer known as a treble winner. And finally, will they be affected by the speculation about Ange? Because it could well be his last game in charge at Celtic. Well, I couldn't tell you who the manager was when I'm, I played yeah. in finals. Yeah. I was always interested. Once he picked me to play, that was what I was interested in. I loved him if he picked me. If he didn't pick me, I didn't want to know who he was. Peter, thanks <laughs> for joining pleasure. us. Uh, we'll see you soon. And uh, listen, enjoy all the game. Enjoy it tonight, everyone. Uh, Zoe Kelly's next. Tomorrow night at five, it's going to be Stephen McGinn. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local, friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.